0: meditation is hard, do me a favor. Take a slow, deep breath in and now breathe out. Congratulations. You just meditated. Hi, I'm Crystal Joukowsky and this is Breathe In, Breathe Out, a weekly mindfulness and meditation podcast for anyone ready to own their own shit and find a little peace while doing it. Welcome back to Breathe In, Breathe Out. I'm Crystal Joukowsky. I am, as always, so delighted that you are here listening with us as a part of our little community. Today, I am so excited because I get to chit chat with Bridget Murphy. She is another transformational healer, and she's the founder of Path of Power Programs and the Healer Collective, where she empowers people to heal from within so they can take their work out into the world. Now, Bridget is a certified shamanic practitioner, which is something I I love. Um, And she is with the Church of Earth Healing and an ordained interfaith minister and counselor where she empowers people through the practice of spiritual growth. So Bridget's teachings, training, and private mentorship have helped hundreds of people transform their lives with over 25 years of experience in guiding others, her personal journey through physical illness and emotional trauma, it drives her passion to help others heal and live their sole purpose. Bridget lives on Nipmuc ancestral lands in Western Massachusetts. I always say that state wrong. And she really enjoys spending time with her local ceremonial friends and community. So welcome, Bridget. Hi. Hello, hello, thank you. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, I'm absolutely delighted. So can you tell me a little bit about the Nipmuc ancestral lands?
1: Yes, so um, I'm in Western Massachusetts and we are in the territory of multiple um, First Nations folks. And I feel like it's really important to acknowledge whose land I'm on as well as work to the best of my ability to support the original First Peoples on the lands here. So, that is, uh, that's a, that's why I share what I share and like to introduce myself
0: naming the land that I'm on. That's beautiful. I absolutely love that. So, shamanic practitioner, what brought you to that line of work? Good question. I, <laughs> I, the,
1: I definitely was called into this line of work or this swirl of energy. I didn't choose it. I um, have been a helper and a healer my whole life. And in my early 20s, I was at a, a, a festival that had different workshops and Trainings and circles, and my teachers, who are now my teachers, were there doing a workshop teaching um, shamanic journey work practice. And immediately when I took the workshop, I just knew I needed to work with them. There was a real grounded, rooted, real, no BS energy to them, and I could tell they lived what they were teaching. And I just knew, I just had, I knew. And so I took workshops with them and in, um, uh, in conjunction with a dear friend of mine, who was also on the same path, we would sponsor, Becky and Crow are my teachers' names, them to come to where we lived in Pennsylvania to teach weekend workshops. And so I built a relationship with them over many years of learning from them. And watching them teach and do shamanic healing work, so that's where it began.
0: That's how it began. That's just so cool. (laughs) Yeah, it's. I agree. It's just something that you're kind of called to. It you're drawn to. Now you're like me. You do not like to use the word shaman. You'd prefer to use the word shamanic practitioner. Are you? good to share with us why that is. Yes. So as I have learned,
1: the word shaman comes from European people observing Mongolian traditions and practices. And so a shaman, as you know, and I'll just share with the listeners, um, is somebody who moves into an altered state to talk to their spirits, to bring back information for wisdom and for healing. And that word is very specific, or originally was very specific to that region and to the people that were observed. And so it's used like a blanket statement or a blanket word for healing these days. And I'm really clear with people that as I, okay, so I share and practice techniques that run parallel to the shamans in Mongolia. And I am not from Mongolia. I do not carry a Mongolian shamanic lineage. I don't need to, to do the work that I do. And I honor where the practice comes from and where the people come from. And so I'm really clear that I don't call myself a shaman because I don't come from the place where that word comes from.
0: Right, right. I absolutely agree. And thank you so much for explaining that and sharing that so that people can really understand the difference between it, because I don't know how much we've really touched on it here on the podcast. We have touched it on some of my other platforms, but I absolutely agree that there is this reverence and this, uh, this acknowledgement that I don't necessarily come from that lineage. And yet I do have the ability or the training and the understanding to walk alongside and use some of those tools to help you on your healing path which is absolutely amazing and fantastic. You and I also share another thing in common and yet a different phrase. So I say own my shit and you say being a sovereign being. So tell me a little bit about that phrasing and where you came to that. Oh, yes. Being a sovereign being. I believe that we are
1: living in a world where there's a lot being pulled from us and that we we come into the world in a state of power and energy and love. And this, specifically this culture and this climate we're living in can pull our power away from us and make us, make it appear that we need other people to heal us and to show us our spiritual path. Um, And we do need guidance, absolutely. And we have so much more ability to heal ourselves and to know ourselves, to know our soul, to know our power than we're ever told from the outer, you know, the outer outer world. And so the word sovereign to me feels right and good. And it feels like a place that we want to be when it comes to our own healing, and spirituality.
0: Yeah. The word sovereign, when I sit with it, it just feels kind of grounded and center. Doing a quick Google search. Thank you, the Google. um, It's possessing extreme power. Yes. Yes. That's the adjective. A noun is like a ruler type person and possessing extreme power. So to be a sovereign being is someone who rules themselves and possesses extreme power to heal and to help guide and create the path and the life and the journey that they are on. So Bridget, let's talk a little bit about being sovereign right now in this time of the world that we live in, the craziness, the uncertainty, the confusion, Can you dive into that a little bit for me? Oh, I can dive into that a lot for you.
1: (laughs) Good. These times that we're in, we are moving from one state of being and knowing and relating to one another into another state of being and knowing and relating to one another. And while that is happening, It's as if the rug has been pulled out from under our feet. And so we're experiencing a lot of chaos, outer and inner chaos. And we are experiencing sometimes many of us a questioning of what is really happening? Who can I trust? Where can I get information? What's really true? What's not? Because what was true yesterday isn't true today. So within all of that, we can quiet all of that sound and actually use the chaos to our advantage, but that's probably another conversation. We can quiet all of that sound and come into our center and tune into our own compass and find the answers that are going to work for us. And so that is why it is important or that is... The the importance of being sovereign in these times helps us to get the answers that we need while quieting the chatter and a lot of the illusion and confusion that is um, really on the front
0: lines right now. So how have you navigated this time, like the last two years and the upheaval and whatnot? Have there been specific tools or experiences that you've had in the last couple of years that are just eye-opening and life-changing, like new understandings that you can share with us?
1: What I am being shown is that the old rules for connecting with your heart, for talking to God, for being connected to spirit, for being able to heal yourself, the old rules are starting to disintegrate and new rules are going to apply. And so, as that happens, I'm being shown that it is so much easier to connect with our own soul and to connect with what I call the sacred forces.
0: Yeah, I feel like the whole world, I feel there are so many people right now just shifting and changing and opening up and saying, you know what, the old way just doesn't work for me anymore. I really don't like that. I don't want to embrace it. I don't want to embody it. I don't really want to be a part of that anymore. I want something new. And I want something more that I have control over, that I can move forward and less of an I'm subjected subjected to everything else, like what I was taught as a child and growing up or what society taught me or authority figures, whatever that is, I just feel like there's such an awakening and a shift that people say, hey, and I feel like the last two years where we have gone internal, we've had to be more removed from each other has been this catalyst for that because instead of having as much noise we've had an opportunity to be a little bit quieter we have an opportunity we've had we have had this opportunity to step back and say what's really important to me it's not necessarily the hugeness but maybe it's the intimacy of a connection with one person and another instead of Amassing.
1: I, I yes, and as you're speaking, I'm thinking this time has really called us into our hearts, and sometimes that's painful. <laughs> ultimately, <laughs> ultimately, it's illuminating because our hearts, I believe, our hearts have everything that we need. Um for growth and for healing and with this with having to spend so much quiet time we've been called into our hearts
0: yeah before the pandemic a little personal thing before all of this i i really thought that i was more of an extrovert but i liked I would get tired after being with a large group. So I thought, yeah, I'm an extrovert because I love the large groups. And then I realized after coming in and coming back to my center, I realized that I am really largely more of an introverted person with extroverted tendencies. So there are moments that I love being out and about. And then really, I just... I just want to curl up. I just want to have my cup of tea or I want to go for a quiet walk. I really found how much I cherished those moments to just be reflective in where am I at and where am I going and what do I want and what do I want to do instead of all of the static electricity and the noise that's going on around us. So just a little tidbit for me <laughs> on the pandemic. That's a big realization to go from extrovert to extroverted introvert. <laughs> <laughs> right? It's like, wow, that's a shift. That's a shift. And there are a lot of people who have gone through that. There are a lot of people who have realized that, you know, I want something just a little bit different. One friend actually realized that she, she could almost be a hermit because she's so introverted, but she didn't recognize that. She didn't know that before. So anyway, sorry, a little side tangent for you. So um, when you have you, I know you have classes, you have courses, you work with people one on one. When you work with a client, say it's a one on one, what's the first thing that you want to help them realize, understand, achieve? How does, how does a session work with you? Yes, that's a
1: good question. The first thing I like to do is find out where they would like to be, what, how they see themselves when they're completely aligned with their soul, with their light, joy is happening, they're well-resourced, they're in a beautiful place of connection. And so I find that out. And sometimes it can be a little challenging to get that image or that picture because we're not always taught to tap into it. I find out where folks want to go and connect them to the energy uh, and vibration that's there. So that where they want to go when they're in their full light and expression of themselves, that energy is actually leading us. It's pulling us toward it. And I always believe, almost like a drawing salve, that when we are focused on where we want to be, the things that are not aligned with that, that need to maybe be removed, let go of, or integrated, can be let go of, removed, and integrated a lot easier because we're focused on the ultimate truth of ourselves. So that's what I do first. I, I call it aligning with our vision or activating our vision.
0: Okay. I love the phrase ultimate truth. I love being drawn to the ultimate truth. That is absolutely beautiful. That gave me a little
1: goosebumps.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I believe we all have an
1: ultimate, the ultimate truth for ourselves. And depending on our experience, our level of trauma, our level of disconnection or um, things that we do to cope, we forget that we have an ultimate truth, and I personally believe we can all find it.: Yeah. What's your ultimate truth? My ultimate truth for me is that I am here on the planet to be helpful during this time, and that when I am truly helpful in helping people to change their reality, I feel alive and on on fire. That's my, that's my, I think my ultimate truth. There are smaller truths that sort of feed into that. And I would say that's my ultimate truth. I'm here with a burning um, commitment to my purpose.
0: Wow. That's beautiful. Bridget, in some of your work, you also do um, like breath work and meditation. Can you tell me a little bit about breath work, meditation, and maybe like the altered states that you get into when you're there?
1: One of the, one of the keys to creating our own reality is being able to change our consciousness as we would like to or at will. And meditation, whether it's a guided meditation, meditation through sound, vibration, breath work, helps us to alter our state at will if we practice it. And so I have a variety of ways that I invite people into that state so that they can then get there on their own. And so part of what I do is I will guide using my voice or the drum, or perhaps a singing bowl. I will guide people through an experience. And I also bring them into the frequency of the experience, as I'm sure you do too, Krista. I bring them into the frequency of it so that their brains are doing, I'm doing air quotes, folks, um, their brains are doing something, their bodies are present, and they're being invited into a frequency. That, it, that helps them to relax their nervous system, move into an altered state.
0: And how does that altered state help them to shift? It helps them because when you are able
1: to move into an altered state, you're able to disconnect from the chatter and the busyness and the chaos and just come into your resonance with your own soul. And so, it helps you to move out of the busy, hectic place of thoughts into a zone where your wisdom exists, where your helpers exist, and where you can receive information.
0: I just, I just love listening to you and, and hearing from you. So, is there a favorite part of your practice, or you just love it all?
1: My favorite part about what I do is helping people to see what they didn't see before and recognize, wow, I can do that. Wow, I can heal that. Wow, I can understand what's going on in my body. I love that, that aha that people have because that to me
0: brings them into freedom. It's my favorite thing too. It's when that light goes off and they recognize, wait a minute, I don't, I don't have to rely on somebody else. I have that power. Like I can tune in. I can ask the question, and I can get the I can cut out the middleman and I can go directly to the source and I can get my own answers and I can understand and I can move forward that i i I live for that that is so just beautiful because their lives completely transform from that moment forward that shift and that awakening and beauty so Bridget, is there any? thing, if there was one thing that you could tell all of our listeners, what would it be? The one thing that
1: I would want people to know right now is that they have, you have the opportunity and the ability to call back the power and the energy that is yours. The energy that has gone into different places due to circumstance, due to being traumatized, due to not knowing how to manage your energy, you can call that power back to you so that you have it here in the present. It's not lost forever and you're not beholden to the things that have happened to you. You can bring your energy back. That, I think, is the most burning thing that I would want to share right now in this moment.
0: I wholeheartedly, 100% agree. Listen to that, everybody. You have the power. You have it right now, and you have the ability to call it back. What you think that you've lost is still within your reach. It's not gone. It is not lost. It is just waiting for you to call it back. And whether you already know how to and forgot that you knew how to and you just need to find somebody to help you do that, or you're being reminded right now, Hey, you're strong. You're capable. You're beautiful. You're amazing. Call that power back into you or find someone. Now, Bridget has fantastic workshops that you can sign up for and do. You can also meet with her in person. The bottom line is that we want you to understand this is all within you. You are a sovereign being. You have the ability to change the reality that you're living. You have the ability to open it up and completely transform where you're at. I'm so delighted that you are here today, Bridget. I'm so grateful that you decided to just join me and go through this day of just chit-chatting together. Thank you. I love the way that you, I love the way that you hold the space. It feels beautiful. Thank you. I just, you know, let's just be old friends. There's nothing stressful about this at all. That's the power I'm calling back. I'm calling the power of old friendships that we probably knew each other in another life. And and now we just get to sit down and have a little cup of tea together. You are amazing. Bridget, you're amazing. And thank you for being here. Thank you. I hope this moment of self-care and healing brought you some hope and peace. I'm Crystal Jakowski on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, and I hope you check us out and follow along for more content coming soon. I look forward to being with you again here on Breathe In, Breathe Out. Until next time, take care.